ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC, 1360 AM. And every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Topic focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October. opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. It's time for the Deaf Blind Potter Show with your host, Kelvin Crosby. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line with all the other not quite. Will all and never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about something Hey, 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 it's so good to see you I can't see you It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood And I'm so excited that you are here at the Deaf Blind Potter Show, and I got quite the guest for you today, and I'm excited to really take you on this journey. Because one, this guy has been a part of my life for a very long time, and he, he truly has been a mentor for me for years, and has helped me get through some challenges in my own life. And I'm excited to bring him on today and have him tell his story, how he invented this product. That is saving lives. And I'm excited for him to kind of talk about the challenges that he faced. And we'll probably get a little bit into some of the difficulties that we had. And I'm excited for you to have that experience today. So if you are not, um, if you're not watching on YouTube or Rumble, you're going to miss out with me making the piece on the pottery wheel as well. Um, but if you are, uh, enjoy the piece I'm going to make today so all that that's all the business on that so Brian welcome to the Deathline Potter Show thank you Kelvin good to be with you today and 
So, Brian Martin, you and I, we've known each other since pretty, pretty much 2017 or something like that. When I first that came, about right. came, yeah, when I came up with the idea of building this robotic blind cane, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. So, what I want to first get into is, Brian, let's dive into kind of a little bit about your background and see, and then we'll get into what you invented and go from there. So, kind of give us a little bit about your background there. Yeah, thanks, Kelvin, and it's good to be with you today and with your listeners. Um, you know, my background is I'm a biomedical engineer. I was trained as a biomedical engineer at uh, University of California, San Diego. That's where I studied, and um, I always wanted to invent stuff and to help people. Uh, I thought about going to med school when I was earlier, uh, earlier or younger, earlier in my career, um, but. I, it wasn't just the desire to do um, surgeries or treat people. What I really wanted to do is treat lots of people. And biomedical engineering is something that enables me to do that. Because if you invent a product that helps people, you can help hundreds or thousands of people all at the same time. So, uh, you know, I would describe myself. Do you want me to go on, Kelvin? Um, oh, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, I describe myself as, as uh, just an ambitious, optimistic person. Um, I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska in a Jewish family. I grew up Jewish, um, and I wasn't particularly religious growing up. Um, but I just had a desire to be creative and inventive uh, in what I did. And so did you make anything when you were a kid, and did you do anything that was... Um, kind of unique when you were growing up? I was always very inquisitive. I would take apart things that were just sitting around my house, like telephones and TVs, so I could see how they worked. And uh, usually I was able to put them back together. Uh, but, um, you know, what I, what I really thrived on was just discovering things in the human body. Um, so as a kid, I would uh, get microscopes for birthday presents and look at blood or skin cells and things like that. And uh, I just had a, a fascination and a curiosity for discovery. So I have a really interesting question. This is going to be a little weird. But did, did you ever take your friend and try to dissect your friend to see what kind of what, what happened inside his body? <laughs> dissect friends? No, I, I wouldn't be too popular if I did that. <laughs> I, 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 I like that. What came to my mind? Like, oh, like a bioengineer, like doing weird things, doing microscope things. Like, oh yeah, that could be quite interesting. And, uh, yeah. and so, what I want to do now, as we get to the first commercial here, I want to dive right into the, the rest of this show is going to be. It's going to take a long time to talk about your story. So what I want to do is kind of set the scene for everybody. So you're in the bioengineer field, and you start or starting to think about how can I help people. And God started doing the work in your life. And kind of take it from there, and then let's start that process to what you invented. Yeah. Um... So, uh, 
you know, when I was a young man, I, I started to get to know God. And um, do you want me to go into this part of the story too, Kelvin? Yeah, go for it. All right. It's, it's integral to my overall story. So um, I started to get to know God and accept Christ into my life uh, in my early to mid-20s. And um, if, you're, if you grow up Jewish and then you come to Christ, um, you don't do it kind of half-baked. I mean, there's a real drive and um, a, a lot of power behind a Jewish person kind of saying yes to, to Jesus. So when I said yes, I, I really believed the Bible and believed what it said. And I believed that um, God wanted me to succeed in my personal life and that God was there to to give his gifts. And one of those gifts to me is creativity. Um, God's the most creative force in the universe that ever existed. So if I can tap even into a glimpse of that creativity, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty powerful in my field of inventing, inventing medical products. Um, I worked for a bunch of companies in Silicon Valley, and I discovered I was very good at what I did. I was constantly given new opportunities as if you solve one problem or design something that you do a good job at, you get lots of opportunities in front of you. And the opportunity I really wanted was to start my own company and invent my own products. Um, So I did that. I worked my way kind of down the chain instead of up the chain and got to smaller and smaller companies until I was ready to start my own. So the company I started where God really gave me kind of the vision for a product idea um, was a stroke company. So I had worked in stroke and stroke is a blood clot that flows to your brain, starts in your heart or somewhere in your body, but it flows to your brain and starts starving your brain of oxygen. And that blood clot has to be removed from your brain almost immediately. And the sooner the better. And if the blood clot can be removed, then often you can recover from your stroke and have a a fantastic, healthy recovery. So I had worked in this field before, but there was a problem that when blood clots were pulled out of the brain, they would often uh, break off and cause secondary strokes. Yeah. Well, stay tuned, because we're going to get into how amazing God gave Brian this vision. And you got to really see how he got it. It's pretty incredible. So stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side. Foya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. 
Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. company in my garage, a classic Silicon Valley startup, garage-based startup sort of sort of uh, environment. And my goal was to develop a better, safer stroke treatment device. And the existing devices, what would happen is they would, when they would grab clot from the brain and try and pull it out, is they would break up the clot. And sometimes they got the clot out in one piece, but sometimes they broke the clot into many pieces. And instead of the person having one blood clot in their brain, they now had four, and they were worse off. So imagine if you're a patient and a doctor says to you, I can probably make your stroke better, but one out of eight times I'm going to make it worse. That's not very good on. No, not at all. (laughs) So I wanted to do something that was truly better. And when I started my company, I watched this movie called Facing the Giant. It's a a Christian movie. It's a true story about a football team in Texas. And the harder the coach tried to get them to win, the the more they lost. And the harder the team tried to win, the more they lost. They just couldn't win at all. And this coach uh, of this high school football team, he went out into the woods and kind of cried out to God and just stared his soul. said, God, what do I need to do? And what this coach did, that what he got through his prayer time, is he figured out he's too focused on winning, and he needs to be more focused on honoring God. And mm. he needs to be more focused on honoring God. So he went yeah. back to his team and said, we're going to honor God on the field and off the field and in the classroom and everywhere. And this is what the team did. And consequently, they also started winning. But their <laughs> focus was on honoring God. And they went on to win the national championship in Texas, which is a tough thing. But I had my startup company going for about just a few months, and we watched this movie, and I turned to my wife and I said, this is what I want to do with my company, Lazarus Effect. I want to have our mission to honor God, number one. Even though we're a medical device company and the first 
the first goal should be to develop life-saving devices and be successful and all the things that a normal Silicon Valley company would do. What I said is number one has to be honor God. And then mm. number two can be develop life-saving medical products. And number three can be successful. And number four on the mission list can be, you know, make a profit. But the number one thing on our mission list, mission statement, was honor God. And yeah. so that's what I tried to do. That's how I set up the company. And I would pray for God to give me ideas. I would pray for God to expand my creativity. And and I would feel like direction. I would feel that God was giving me guidance or direction in my approach to design. Um, and we came up with a design that worked pretty well. Uh, we took it to the clinic. And actually, the first, we took it, when I say the clinic, I mean a clinical study in a hospital. And this first device, first try, didn't work at all. Mm. Um, so I had to make some changes. Went back to the drawing board. Um, I felt like God showed me a way to kind of tweak some things on the design and make it better. So I did those things and went back to the hospital, to the clinic basically the operating room where we're trying to treat stroke patients and we continued our clinical study and it worked really well but I knew it wasn't going to be the home run device. It was a little bit difficult for the doctors to use and I, I wanted a breakthrough product. I wanted the product that would change not just a few lives, but change tens of thousands of lives that doctors would yeah. use and, and would, would treat patients. So. Um, we kind of had this up-down cycle in the company where things were good and then things were bad and things were good and things were bad. But I would just pray to, you know, to honor God in everything we did, through our efforts, through the way we handled things as a business, just honor God first and foremost. And then... So, well, I got a quick question for you. Is yeah. The, the struggle... Of having to continue to you fail and then having to pick yourself back up. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So my journey was filled with all sorts of ups and downs, tons of struggles. So it was not smooth sailing. There is an amazing happy ending that I'm going to get to. Um, and sometimes I'm introduced with that happy ending. Like sometimes people will introduce me as this is Brian Martin and God gave him a, a, a vision in his prayer time and he sold his company for a bunch of money and it was super successful and it just sounds like the way they phrase it a walk in the park but that yeah. is so far from the truth my my journey was in, incredible highs and incredible hardships all mixed mm -hmm. together so for example um we had a hard time raising money the silicon valley startup uh, the environment is competitive to raising money, and at various times, we didn't have enough money to keep the company going. So I cashed in my 401k. I went to my wife, and I said, babe, can we cash in our 401k to keep the company afloat right now? And she'd say, well, yeah, you know, that's our future money. That's the money for our kids and everything else. But I know that God's giving me, you know, ideas and God's giving me drive and passion, I think this is okay. So, you know, we put all our 401k money into this company. We had, we were all in. And we were still cycling between, like, really big highs and really low lows. 
Um, some of our products seemed like they were going to work and be really awesome, and then suddenly it seemed like the product was going to have problems and it wasn't going to work, and we'd have to start over and go back to the drawing board. And that cycle of kind of like everything working great, and then suddenly nothing's working right, and you're kind of at the bottom of the uh, of the pit of despair. That cycle of up and down, I feel like I went through half a dozen times. And we'd have to go back to the drawing board and start over from scratch. And now we're starting over from scratch with several failed attempts under our belt, um, a lot of struggle and hardship under our belt. And it's almost even worse than starting in the very beginning where you have a slate, now you're starting with like five five failures under your belt. So it was a constant struggle of, of up and down, of good and bad. Well, and I think that that the main, like being an entrepreneur myself, is that continuing grind and like, God, why did you give this to me? Why did you give me this? Because honestly, it's miserable <laughs> and it's not easy. But yeah. as you, as, and why don't you dive into, you persevered, you overcame, and you lived beyond this challenge. So kind of tell us a little bit, what was yeah. that day that you, I mean, you and I talked about your story before. What was that day where it just, God just gave you a download? Yeah, uh, great question. So... There was one moment, a pivotal moment, where everything changed. Everything absolutely changed. And it was after a whole bunch of struggles and after a whole bunch of attempts and a whole bunch of hardships. But I had an idea in my brain of what the perfect device would do. The perfect device had to be a device that would grab onto the clot in the brain. These are very delicate vessels in a patient's brain. And we're going in through a catheter-based system, which means the, the doctor isn't cracking the patient's skull open. What they're doing is they're making a small hole or an incision in the patient's leg, and they're driving these very sophisticated catheter tubes up the arteries, up the carotid artery, into the vessel in the patient's brain where the stroke is occurring. And then they're using my device that I'm designing to push through that set of very high-tech high tubes, catheter tubes in the patient's brain. They're, they're putting my device through and then trying to do the surgery on that blood clot through this system that I've just described. And I knew what I wanted my device to do, but I didn't have a way of making it work. It's not like taking a design wish list. I knew that the perfect design had to grab onto the clot, fully encapsulate it, somehow in these very delicate vessels in this very small space get this clot into sort of a mesh bag if you will that's one way to think about it and mm -hmm. then once the clot is completely contained physically inside this mesh bag then pull it out of the out of the brain but get it inside this bag before you mobilize it so that people don't break off and you end up with secondary stroke and so I could not make it yes so to, to help people understand, like this is like having a double layer trash bag, 
you know, if you have a, you, 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 you put the first trash bag in and you put the next trash bag in. So the first trash bag, it keeps everything together that you're working on. And the second trash bag is uh, what you're working in. So if anything explodes or gets ruined, it's all still in the same spot. Is that, is that, was that, that lame turn? Is that kind of what you were explaining? Yeah, I'm not sure I'd use trash bags to, to describe the... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep it to the farmers, you know? Like, farmers are used to trash bags. <laughs> there, okay, there you go. Very sophisticated <laughs> trash bag in these tiny two-millimeter uh, arteries in the brain. But I guess the real point is, I mean, yeah, your analogy is, is, is good. The real point, though, is that I'm unable to make this device work. I knew yep. what I wanted it to do. I had the wish list of kind of product requirements, but mechanically, I had tried for two years to come up with a design, actually even longer than two years, and every attempt I tried to make it work, I just failed. I couldn't make it work. So one day, and this is leading up to the big event, one day, one random day, I'm driving home from work, and... I'm not thinking about the product design. Instead, I'm listening to worship music. And I just have Caleb on my radio, and I'm listening to worship music. And as I'm pulling into my driveway at the very end of the mute, I feel God gave me a look vision into my brain. And it was like, it was like a video was playing. And the video was showing me the perfect device to be using. The perfect device, like, it was like a video was playing on the inside of my eyelids and I was watching the perfect device that I had struggled to try and invest and failed to invest, and God is showing it to me. And this video plays three times in my mind's eye. And uh -huh. it was as if I was watching God give me a glimpse of the perfect device perfect design so mm. i knew it was from god i knew immediately it was from god it wasn't from me and i knew that because i had failed for two plus years to come up with this design and as i'm listening to worship music god gives me this design i was receiving it i wasn't generating it and this design was absolutely brilliant so god showed me this three times that was enough for me to absorb it I knew it came from him. I told my wife about it, and she said, go into the lab tomorrow and try it. If, it, if God gave you this, try it out. Well, my wife's always telling me not to work so much. Now she's sending me on a Saturday <laughs> to back to work to try this out. So, so I go in on a Saturday, and I start prototyping in the lab, and I try this idea that God gave me, and it works absolutely beautifully. It just completely encapsulates the clot and protects the clot from any breakup or fragmentation, protects the clot so that it doesn't cause four additional strokes on the way out of the brain. And mm -hmm. it works perfectly the first time I prototype it. Yeah. And I, yeah. So stay, stay tuned, because what's gonna be amazing is how God truly uses this to not only invent products, but to save souls that are in the darkest places in the world. So stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side. 
can be calmed and broken through my regard. Through it all, through it all. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compounded, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. And it is well with my so good to see you, even though I can't see you. Isn't that a beautiful day in the neighborhood? My name is Kevin Crosby, the deaf, blind, potter. And we're at the bottom of the hour, and we're going to go to the top of the hour with some amazing part of Brian Martin's story. And if you're not watching on YouTube or Rumble, you're missing out what I'm making. My piece right now is kind of wobbly, and but it's a really tight little base. And it's not little. It's, I don't know. It's like a foot and a half high, and a few inches wide, and it's working out. Like, like, like I always say, trying to do a radio show and doing pottery at the same time, it's living beyond your challenges, right? All about what the Deathline Ponder is all about. So we're going to continue Brian Martin's story. If you've been missing, Brian Martin invented this idea, but we're right where God just gave him this video in his eyelids. And when he saw this video in his eyelids because he was praising Jesus and he wasn't worrying about his uh, his business, he was just focused on the quiet time of Christ. Because he had just been through this whole journey of pain and suffering of trying to invent something to solve strokes. Or people that have strokes and overcome that. And God gave that into his eyelids. And he went... And he brought ready to go right into the garage, to the lab, and invent this vision that God gave him. So, Brian, take it away. Yeah, thank you, Kelvin. So, 
I tried this device. God gave me this brilliant device. I knew it was from God. I prototyped it. It worked perfectly. So I had started my company with a physician partner, and I wanted to show it to him. So he's a brilliant neurosurgeon at Cornell University, and I, I go out to New York and show him the device. He says, oh, my gosh, this is, this is absolutely brilliant. How did you think of it? And I said, well, that's the funny part. I didn't actually think of it. Well, what do you mean? And I, I said, well, you know, he's, he's a self-proclaimed atheist or agnostic. Um, I said, well, you know, I'm a Christian. I spend a lot of time in prayer. And this came to me as I was listening to worship music. And, of course, the first thing he says is, what is worship music? So, so I explained <laughs> the kids and that I'm driving home, I'm listening to worship music, and this idea is transplanted or downloaded into my brain. And this device that's in front of you, Mr. Doctor, you know, this is as I'm telling him, this device that's in front of you came from God. And he was absolutely silent and then just said something like, well, it is brilliant nonetheless. It's so <laughs> kind of a funny so, thing. Like, okay, even though God gave it to you, it's, it's nonetheless brilliant. Um, and then I wanted to show it to another doctor who wasn't my partner, but kind of an, a, criti a critical evaluator. So there was a doctor we were working with out of uh, University of Florida, another young, brilliant neurosurgeon who is very respected in the industry. We had him come out to the company, and we showed it to him, and he said, wow, I was hoping that I would be impressed, but I wasn't expecting to be floored, and you floored me with this. And then he said, how did you think of it? Now, I've been working on devices for 25 years, maybe even 30 years. I've been designing devices. I've never had doctors ask me how I think of something because it usually doesn't matter how you think of it. What matters is, is the idea good or bad? And the doctors will usually tell you with brutal honesty if an idea is good or bad. And if it's bad, they don't really hold back. But they never ask, how did you think of it? That usually doesn't matter. But this idea that God gave me was so outside the box, so unique, so different, so brilliant, and so unobvious that people started saying to me over and over again, just like this doctor from Florida, how did you think of it? So I said, well, this may sound a little funny. And I told him about I'm driving home, I'm listening to worship music, it came in my prayer time. And he just kind of said, oh, that's actually pretty cool. And, you know, didn't put it down, didn't slam me, but I found that this is part of my obligation to God in terms of honoring God. And, you know, I have to be honest with you, Captain. I didn't want to go around telling people about God in this circle of academic positions that I'm working with. It's a little uncomfortable for me. You know, yeah. I always wanted to be the science guy. I wanted to be the inventor, the bioengineer, the science guy. And most people don't go around talking about cool ideas that come from God in the scientific world. But it was part of my obligation to honor God. If God can yeah. give me an idea, I got to tell people where it came from. So mm -hmm. I started going. So we took the device to a clinical study. 
And every time I would show it to a doctor, whether I'm going to meet with the doctor to talk about a clinical study, or I'm showing a doctor at a conference, or a group event, almost every single time, the doctor would say to me, oh my gosh, this is so uh, brilliant. How did you think of it? And every single time I had that opportunity, I would say, well, this may sound a little funny, but this idea didn't come from me. It came from God. It came from my purpose. And suddenly, I'm talking to neurosurgeons in academia at university hospitals, professors of medicine, people who are very, very extremely well-respected um, and leaders in the field, and I'm talking to them about God because they've asked me, how did you think of it? Yeah. And as you're doing this, I mean, what, what's amazing is, see, I, I've gotten the, um, um, I have, I've been able to have the opportunity, um, sorry, I gotta turn my phone down. Um, and what I realized is that when I first met you and you kind of told me about this, I was like, wow, it's amazing what God would do. I mean, it's the same thing with my father, the Stephen King. Like, God giving me the ability to make an invention to save millions of people's lives from being hit by cars. Just like, you're developing this show product that will really not allow the sturdy to create more strokes. And so you're going through this journey and you're finding yourself in this process. How did God continue to mold you through this process as you're sharing Christ to all these academia, all these atheists, all these people that believe in a big bang theory and all of they don't believe in creation. Like how did that go? Yeah, good question. Well, first of all, God took me way outside of my comfort zone. Like, way outside. Um, hey, I got a lot of static on my end. Is that from me, or is that coming through? I am not, it, it might be the downpour that it came down on my studio. Okay. All right, as long yeah. as you can hear me, okay. Yeah, yeah um, I can hear you just fine. All right, cool. So the first thing is... I had to be totally dependent on God. Like, for example, I was so far outside my comfort zone. You know, as I said, um, I didn't want to be the guy going to talk about God at academic centers where, you know, God is not usually uh, welcomed as a conversation mm -hmm. topic. And, um, and, and I wanted to be the science guy, but, but God gave me this idea. I signed up to honor God from the get-go of this company, and I had to do that. So every time there was an opportunity, I took it. Um, so that's one way that God molded me. But the other way is that this was a really difficult journey. Like, for example, even after God gave me this brilliant design, I took it to the clinic to a clinical study in France to use this in mm. people, and guess what? It didn't work first. Mm. In the first series, it, it didn't work as well as I wanted it to. And people yeah. would say, well, why, uh, why wouldn't it work perfectly if God gave you the design? Yeah. Well, stay tuned. We're going to see how God moves. 
and Brian and Lula take this product. So stay tuned, and we'll see you on the other side. Working in this place, I worship you. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and again. If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. Kelvin Crosby here with the Deaf Blind Potter and sorry about the rain in San Diego, California. I'm sending you all some snow in a couple days, just FYI. But we're getting in here in the party studio, so that's why I'm getting a little bit of static. And because it's just pounding on the top of the roof of my studio. And also, Valentine's Day is next week. And do you know what just came out of the kiln last uh, yesterday? is the Valentine's Heart Bowl. My two-ounce Valentine's Heart Bowl. They're affordable. They're $20 a piece. You can get them all at the DeathBlindPotter.com. So go check them out, DeathBlindPotter.com, and you get your Valentine's Heart Bowl today, and that way you can show your loved one that you love them. So hopefully when you have one wife or one husband, we don't need to have this whole conversation about like me, but we'll, ha- we'll stop there. All right, we're back on the topic, <laughs> or I'm going to get myself in trouble. So, Brian, so pick us up right here. So you're going through struggles, even though that God gave you this invention to solve strokes uh, when in surgeries, and God is trying to help. You're still facing battles. You've been in, you went to France. It failed the first time you went out there. Tell us more about that story. Yeah. So um, when I speak to groups, and I do it frequently, I tell this story. Um, 
one of the things that surprises people is, okay, if God gave you a device, why didn't it work perfectly the first mm-hmm. time? God gave you this vision. Why didn't it work just perfectly? And yeah. there's a reason for that. There's actually two reasons. The first is um, there's a part that God designed. That's what he gave me in the vision. There's a part that I designed. The part that God designed worked perfect. The part that I designed didn't. So when I had to take this back and do another round of iterations and changes, it was to the part that I designed. So that kind of makes sense. But the other part is, you know, just because God gave me an idea doesn't mean he's going to make it a walk in the park. Right? If you think about the heroes in the Bible, nobody had it easy. God calls someone into battle, guess what? They got a battle to fight. Maybe God sets it up so that they win that battle, but they still suffer tremendous loss and go through tremendous hardship. And just because God called me to walk on this journey and to invent this device and he gave me a product vision doesn't mean he's not going to ask me to put my own skin in the game and have some difficult times that I have to go through and rely on God to get through those times. Yeah. So and I made the changes to... Yeah, go ahead, Kelvin. Well, it just reminds me, like, is that Romans 5, 3, 4, you know? You can't go through and have true joy unless you go through pain and suffering and challenges and facing those things. Yeah. But God gives you the ability to keep persevering. And that's what you're about ready to tell us a little bit is how God helped you persevere, even though He gave you the idea, and now you're having to really mold what He's given you to make it the perfect product to solve a major, yeah. major, major problem. Yeah, so I had to go back to the drawing board, not from scratch, but I had to kind of tweak the design and fix the parts that weren't working well. And I told you how we cashed in one of our 401ks to keep the company mm-hmm. afloat. I had to cash in our second and final 401k. Ouch. I had to go to my wife and say, you know, babe, is this okay? She'd say, you know, is God still, are you still walking with God in this process? And I'd say, yes. She'd say, okay, that's it's fine. She left the cash in our final 401k. But she had so much skin in the game. And there's a lot of pressure when you're trying to fix the design and you feel like the whole company's on your shoulders. You know, we're 12 employees at this point. I've got a payroll. I've got people mm-hmm. who are depending on, on my payroll. And, and I want this thing to work. And at various times, I feel just tremendous pressure. And you asked mm-hmm. me earlier, Kelvin, like, how do you get through these times with this tremendous pressure and uh, difficult trials? I did two things. Um, you know, I heard a sermon on First Thessalonians, I think it's First Thessalonians 5, where it's give thanks in every mm-hmm. Give thanks yeah. in all. And, and we've all probably heard a sermon like this a dozen times in our life. But I actually tried it. I actually did it. And what I found is, it's amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, I had a meeting with FDA in Washington, D.C. I had to go to FDA's building. And before I walk into the building, I stand outside and have a moment of prayer, collect my thoughts, pray for God's grace to be on this meeting. But what I start with is 1 Thessalonians Thessalonians 5, which is, God, thank you. God, you gave me this device. Mm -hmm. 
You've put this company together for me. You've given me the ability to raise money and hire employees. And you've given me a product vision that's allowed me to get out of that garage, build products, build a device, impress all these people, and get to this step. I'm not even going to think about what's going to come forward. I'm just going to thank you for everything you've done to get me to this step now. And if you yeah. really take the time to thank God for everything he's done for you, suddenly you realize how amazingly encompassing and loving and gracious God is. And that gives you a lot of comfort to move forward. Yeah. And then... Go ahead. Well, there's a second part that I did. So that was part one, give thanks. The second part I did is um, I learned about King Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. King Jehoshaphat, and it's the book of Chronicles, Second Chronicles, I think. And King Jehoshaphat was going into battle, and he would put his his choir in front of his infantry. It sounds ridiculously crazy, right? Like, who's going to put singers in front of their, their fighters? If he put his choir in front of the infantry, the thing praises to God for the victory they're about to get. And yeah. I thought, that is an amazing mindset. I need to have that mindset. Myself. So after uh-huh. I would do First Thessalonians 5 and thank God for the stuff in the past, then I would thank God for the victory he's about to get. Those two things back-to-back got me through every hardship, every valley of difficult time that I had by doing those two things. See, that, that's incredible. I mean, I think the beautiful song we're about ready to hear, Open the Eyes of My Heart, truly what was happening to you, man. So I'm excited that we're going to wrap up the show with how God really transformed this product and really changing the world. So we'll see you on the other side. Holy fly paper! Join me, J.D. Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. I want to see.
So if you have not gotten your Valentine present for your lovey, you need to go to deathblindpotter.com and get your heart bowl because that will make your lovey feel very loved. So go to deathblindpotter.com and get your heart bowls today. And we're going to wrap this show up. Brian, go ahead and tell us the rest of your story and how God takes this invention of yours and really is helping lives. Yeah, thanks, Kelvin. So um, so I talked about all the hardships. I talked about God giving me this idea. I talked about how I had to tweak the design and iterate it to improve it again. I did that. I took it back to a clinical study. I'm able to tell more doctors about where the idea came from. And uh, everybody's asking, how do you think of this? And I'm giving the glory to God and telling everybody who asks that this idea came from God. We did a clinical study, and it was 100% successful. 20 cases out of 20, we got the entire clot out without leaving anything behind, without fractionating or, or breaking the clot off. It was perfect. And all the big companies started taking notice, and I actually sold the company to a big, giant medical device company so that they can move it forward properly. And after they bought the company from me, they asked how I came up with the idea. And I said, well, this is going to sound kind of funny. And I basically told them that this company that they just bought from me all predicated on a vision God gave me in my prayer time. Yeah, were the power of went. God, right? <laughs> the power exactly. of God. And the beauty of it is you're sharing this with people that don't believe. They, they think they're, they're God themselves. They're like, I'm a scientist. I don't need no God. I got this all myself. And you're just sharing, no, God gave it to me. And you're sharing your salvation with them. I mean, who gets the opportunity to go to J&J uh, &J to talk to them and John and Johnson to say, it came from God. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, I mean that to me is blowing my mind away. Like God gave you this. Yeah, you went through struggles, you went through pain, you went through difficulties, but He saw you through. He saw you through. And I mean, I'm praying that the same thing for the Seaman came one day, and but well, well, God will see me through, and He He never lets you go. And I kind of tell me right when we get to the end of the show here, we're almost done here. But kind of, was there a moment in this whole journey where you, knew you just had to, you knew you had to lean into God even more? Yeah, there were so many times where I felt like the world, the weight of the world was on my shoulders, and I might crumble. And yeah. I recognized that if it weren't for God holding me up or holding the weight up that was on my shoulders, I would actually crumble. I think there were, there were several times on my journey where it was too much for me as, a, as, a, as just a normal guy. I needed to re rely on God's strength to yeah. lift some of the burden off my shoulders. Yeah. And that happened routinely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what's amazing what God is still doing in your life and you just had some major breakthrough, and we're not, we're not going to talk about it today, but I'll bring you back to talk about that once we go through all the legalese and all that stuff on that one. But I think what's amazing is God continues to give you more visions. He continues to, because you're obedient to him and saying, I am not going to hide behind the bush. I'm going to let my light shine and show it to the world and my 
people to see that God molded this product and he's continuing to do that for you. And that's right. I'm excited to see what God does. So this wraps up the Death Blind Potter show. If you need your Valentine uh, gifts, go to DeathBlindPotter.com and get your hard bowls. They're beautiful. They're two rounds of 20 bucks right there at DeathBlindPotter.com. And stay tuned. Next week is my story and the See Me Kane journey. So I'll see you all next Monday. Go live beyond your challenges. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo, March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairground. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. You're listening to.